Hello everyone, welcome to the English Bookshop Kuwait podcast and on today's episode we'll be talking about things you absolutely must do if you want to be respected. So respect means a lot to all of us and this is how you can get more of it. Uh, we all want respect in our personal lives and, our, in, and in our professional lives as well. We want to be appreciated for the work we do and to get proper recognition for our contributions. When our colleagues respect us, they take us more seriously and view us as professionals who get things done in the right way while applying professional standards and ethics. If you want to be respected more by your boss, your staff, or your colleagues, you absolutely must do these things consistently. So let's start off with our first point, and that is apologize for what you get wrong, but not for who you are or what you accomplish. By all means, Don't apologize excessively. Doing so might cause people to see you as inferior, especially when your inclination is to automatically apologize to others for not only the stuff you get wrong, but for the stuff they get wrong too. In no way am I recommending that you neglect to take ownership of your mistakes or the mistakes of your team. That is what weak leaders are known to do. Instead, I'm recommending that strong leaders answer for their team's actions and their own actions by taking full responsibility for mistakes and they are respected much more for doing so. But do not apologize for things that you have, that you have no control over, things outside your authority or for the things that make you who you are. Apologize for being rude or arriving late to a meeting, but not for another person's discomfort with your identity, professionalism, competence or expertise. Apologize for disrespecting or discounting someone else but not for setting performance standards and holding people accountable. Apologize for a process, service, or quality failure, but never apologize for being confident, assertive, or successful. You should also have the audacity the audacity to point out what's not working and the diligence to propose methods that will. If you are the resident fault finder on the team, no one will like or respect you. While it is very important to highlight mistakes, flaws, and areas for improvement, it is equally, if not more, important to add your ideas, recommendations, and methods to the mix. People respect problem solvers and solution finders more than complainers. To gain more respect, demonstrate your ability to be a strategic thinker and offer up thoughtful and comprehensive proposals with solutions. When you have the courage to not only point out what is wrong, but also stand behind it with a well-thought proposal for how to make it better, you gain more respect. Even if people don't fully accept your proposal, they will respect you for providing one. It shows that you're truly invested in making things better and you will gain a reputation for generating ideas, solving problems, and improving processes. Next up we have, treat other people the way they want to be treated rather than the way you want to be treated. Let me repeat that one more time. Treat other people the way they want to be treated rather than the way you want to be treated. Although well-intentioned, the golden rule principle falls short. The golden rule suggests that we treat others the way we want to be treated. A better approach is to treat others the way they want to be treated. This is called the platinum rule, and it considers that when dealing with other people, it is best to try to make it about them. Focus on what they need and what they care about to the extent possible. When you treat others the way you want to be treated, they might view you as arrogant and overly presumptuous. Think about it. When you 
uh, how can we just decide that other people want to be treated the same way you want, same same way we want to be treated? Who gives us the the right to presume that? You will gain more respect when you make it about other people. Another way to do this is to simply respect them. Regardless of position, titles, or status, find a way to show you value and appreciate the maintenance worker who cleans the bathrooms as much as you appreciate the chief executive. When you make it about other people and elevate their needs and concerns, they will they will elevate and come to, come to respect you more. Next up, we have ask more questions and remain open to new ideas. In case you were wondering, people really don't like know-it-alls. If you, go around, if you go around diminishing others while acting like you have a monopoly on bright ideas, the best expertise or the best solutions, you will be disliked. People will respect you less because they don't feel you value their ideas or expertise. A better strategy would be to show people that you're open to learn new things and think differently about processes. This will get you further than you will ever get by touting your expertise, college degrees, or how much experience you have. In today's society, your ability to learn, unlearn, ask great questions and learn some more is truly valued and this will garner you more respect with your colleagues. Next up we have, make your needs a priority and deal with conflict even when it's uncomfortable. People respect people who respect themselves and value their own needs. When you avoid conflict, you send a message that your needs are inferior to another's. When you do it excessively, People come to expect that you will certainly accommodate and prioritize their needs over your own. There are five different conflict styles. Collaborating, compromising, competing, accommodating, and avoiding. And each of these styles have a, t- have a time and place for its suitability. Though we are inclined to lean on one or, or two, two styles more frequently, it is okay to sometimes avoid conflict. But if you tend to avoid it, even when issues back to be addressed, you become part of the problem. By being a reliable conflict avoider or accommodator, others become less and less interested in meeting your needs and they lose respect for you. Regardless of which conflict style you prefer, you have to get comfortable applying other styles when necessary. Go ahead and apply the collaborative style and even the competitive style when you need to fight or advocate for your needs or the needs of your team. As people see that, you're adept with flexing between the styles, they will come to respect you more. You should also be courageous enough to ask for help and invite critique from others. Let go of the kind of thinking that says that only weak people need other people. That's false. Strong people have the courage to admit they need help from other people. They have the courage to allow others to provide assistance. When you ask for help, you show your strength. You show that you're indeed confident in your abilities and have the willingness and courage to accept guidance. You show others that you don't believe yourself to be superior to those around you and you create opportunities for others to contribute to your development. Respected leaders seek opportunities to develop themselves and others. Let others help and advise you along the way. People will respect you more when they see that you welcome critique and feedback. Even when you might not really need the help, you can still benefit from asking for it. You will garner more respect just for creating opportunities for others to flex their intellectual or creative muscles more often. You should also do the right thing even when it will cost more than you want to pay. 
I learned a long time ago that an ounce of dishonesty will have far more impact on whether people res people respect me than a pound of accomplishment ever will. A lot of people get lost here. No advice about how to gain respect would be complete without a, without a category on integrity and ethics. Ethics is about how we meet the challenge of doing the right thing when that will cost more than we want to pay. We can respect people even if we disagree with them. And we can respect people we don't even like. But you would be hard-pressed to find someone who will tell you that they respect people they don't trust or can't count on to, can't count on to use good judgment to make ethically sound decisions, especially when those decisions run counter to their own interests. If you care about garnering more respect, you absolutely must commit to a set of professional standards that reflect high levels of integrity and ethics. The most, the most important persuasion tool you have in your entire arsenal is integrity. Ethical leaders have integrity and work to bridge the ethical dilemma gap and build distinguishable standards for behavior. They then, they then hold themselves and others across the organization accountable. The last point that I want to make before we end the podcast is that I know you got this. Just take a hard look at your behaviors and assess whether your actions may be diminishing the respect you garner from others. People advance professionally for many reasons and commanding respect is certainly one of them. Make the necessary modifications to your own behavior so that you can gain more respect from your colleagues, your staff, and your boss. The results will be reflected in positive and tangible ways that advance your career as well as your professional standing. Uh, before we uh, end today's podcast, I quickly wanted to uh, mention that today's episode is not about uh, you know how to advance in your in your work environment or you know gain respect only from your colleagues or your staff or you know or your boss. It is about it's also about your personal um, personal lifestyle too. So. These points that uh, these points which we have just mentioned apply to uh, apply to things such as dealing with you know your your parents, your friends. Uh, it could even be about uh, dealing with your partner. So these things could be applied to um, you know just more than uh, your your colleagues. Um, I wouldn't want. Uh, you know our listeners to think oh you know i'm not working so i don't i don't think uh, i should be following these steps that is that is absolutely not true that is you know if if that's what you understand from uh, today's episode you'll be wasting your time so make sure that you apply these um, apply these um uh, these steps to to your personal life uh, so you know you might you might have some sort of um, miscommunication with 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 your partners, and um, uh, you could definitely use these steps to help you gain more respect from 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 your parents, your friends, your your um, you know your siblings. So it's 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 absolutely uh, vital for you to understand that this uh, episode is not for those people who are just um, in a 
in a work environment. Uh, I just wanted to get that out of the way because it's, uh, you know, I would be very upset if our listeners thought that oh, this is only for those people who are in a work environment. Um, and that is not true. Um, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Uh, we we are absolutely blown away by the support that we've been, we've been getting. Um, you know, we're getting so many great, uh, you know, positive messages about how the podcast uh, has helped uh, our listeners' lives. Um, and that just makes us so happy. And um, hopefully we can um, continue on... Uh, posting more valuable content for you and um, we hope to see you on the next one.